Welcome to the Freedom Hut, everybody. Thanks for being here on this lovely Tuesday. I hope it's lovely for you, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Stacked program today. Going to get through as much of it as we possibly can. Biden wants a supercharged IRS. That should put you on the edge of your seat. The great social media outage of 2021. The Facebook whistleblower. What's really going on there? Plus, the Justice Department is going to Quote, address violent threats against school officials and teachers, end quote. What the heck is that all about? And if I have time, we've got these two leading trans docs who are warning about pushing the trans agenda too much on young children. But I don't know if we'll get to that today because I got a lot to talk to you about here. And first, we got to talk about what happens when you're running a business. HR issues can kill you. You got wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations. An HR manager's salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. And your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash buck, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Just get out of the way. So Biden's telling anybody who doesn't agree with him, just get out of the way. This is his claim. This is what he wants everybody on the right, every conservative, every Republican to do. In fact, here we can hear... From Mr. Biden himself. So let's be clear. Not only are Republicans refusing to do their job, they're threatening to reuse the power, their power, to prevent us from doing our job, saving the economy from a catastrophic event. I think, quite frankly, it's hypocritical, dangerous and disgraceful. Their obstruction and irresponsibility knows absolutely no bounds, excuse me, especially as we're clawing our way out of this pandemic. Democrats will meet our responsibility. We're not expecting Republicans to do their part. They made it clear from the beginning. We tried asking to no avail. We're just asking them not to use procedural tricks to block us from doing the job that they won't do. (coughs) Meteor is is headed to crash into our economy. Democrats are willing to do all the work stopping it. Republicans just have to let us do our job. Just get out of the way. You don't want to help save the country. You get the idea. I mean, all the the slimy politician words... And phrases that Biden can fit into one soundbite. It's pretty remarkable, isn't it? You know, a meteor's coming for the earth. We're going to save you. Uh, No, they're actually not. It's not true. It's not really what the purpose of the government is in the first place. I mean, if a meteor was coming to earth, I guess they would try. But telling everybody, shut up and do what you're told, that's not the way this is supposed to go. That's what's happened during covid And then telling the other side, the people who disagree, you're not allowed to disagree. You're not allowed to have a different point of view. You're preventing us from doing our jobs. No, Republicans are doing their jobs, which is to stand athwart the idiotic Biden agenda, the reckless spending, 
the socialism that we can all see is the animating force of the Democrat Party and say, no, sorry, not going to go along with this. Right? And we're going to get into this whole fight over the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling will eventually be raised. There'll be some brinksmanship around this. I find this to be one of the more boring conversations uh, in politics because we've seen what happens. Right. We've played this out many times before. The debt ceiling will be raised. It's just a question of how. There won't be some catastrophe. Oh, no, a government shutdown. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. It's not going to happen. It's not a big deal. All right. It'll all be just fine. But that's not what they want you to think. And the notion that they've done a good job in the economy is laughable. I mean, the Biden economy is crap. You've got high. uh, You've got a lot of unfilled jobs. First of all, you've got uh, rising inflation. You've got a lot of companies that are feeling like the future is a little bleak right now. Corporate taxes set to go up. Individual taxes set to go up. In fact, if you really want to know what the big item is that I think you should be very aware of in this reconciliation. But, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff about the Green New Deal and a lot of stuff. about, But there's also uh, there's also a huge boost for the IRS, right? Billions and billions in additional funding for the IRS, and they want to have access. This hasn't gotten nearly enough attention, but I I think this should make everybody sit up and take notice uh, because of what this really means. The IRS wants the ability to review every single bank account. They want information on every single bank account with a $600 balance or more, or with more than a $600 or $600 of transactions in a year. So essentially every American with a job, every American with any income whatsoever could be subject to the IRS just just whenever they want going through your bank account. Right. You understand there's no warrant here. There's no oh wait, Did you do something wrong or or even you're getting audited? It's just, yeah, we just want to look at your stuff because we can. Oh, that won't be abused. Right. That's not going to be a problem. That's going to be fine. It's not even a little bit looking at major tax cheats. Six hundred dollars. No one thinks that. I mean, even Democrats know that. They can't get away with saying six hundred dollars makes a person rich. So the House wants this. Uh, the Democrats in the House want this bank proposal to go through eighty billion dollars for the IRS to hire new staffers. I mean, that's I, I think this is the scariest thing the Democrats want to do, to be honest with you, because look at what happened under the Obama administration. People forget so soon, but the Obama administration had Lois Lerner and the IRS targeting Tea Party groups in an election year. That's what happened. That is a fact. They can pretend, oh, it was just an accident of the bureaucracy. No, they were targeting Tea Party groups in an election year. That's what they did because the Tea Party was so effective in 2010. Going into 2012, going into Obama's re-election year, they had to shut down groups with uh, the name Patriot, with the name Tea Party. They had to cause problems for them, audit them, harass them. That's what they did. $80 billion for new IRS staff. And they're saying this is going to collect $700 billion more in revenue. You know what that means? A whole lot of audits. Do you think those audits may sometimes be skewed toward people who are critics of the government? Toward people who, I don't know, oppose 
the IRS uh, expanding in this dramatic way. I can tell you this. I've been told by people in my life uh, who are just on the accounting side, get ready for it. You know, you're now you're now sitting in the uh, in the rush chair, you and Clay, and you're going to get you're going to get audited. This is these are not people that are trying to, uh, you know, get a rise out of me and that they're not they're professional uh, tax advisors. And they're saying, just get ready for it. And I would say to them, well, hold on a second. I I don't make I I mean, I don't make that much money. Why am I going to get audited? Oh, because I'm a loud voice against the government. And that just happens. Conservatives know they are, in blue states in particular, more likely to get audited, certainly by the state tax authorities, but also the federal government tends to go after prominent conservatives. Look at what they do. Look at how it actually happens. And if you're wondering about the real ideological proclivities of the kind of people that are making these decisions, you know, who goes to work in the Biden administration Treasury Department? Who goes to work uh, in the IRS. Well, the Biden administration pick that would have to be Senate confirmed for the office of the comptroller of the currency, Saleh Omarova, is from the USSR, went to Mos- went to school in Moscow at Moscow State University. Now, look, people from the former Soviet Union, a lot of them who come to this country legally are fantastic patriots who love America. All right. A lot of people from the behind the former Iron Curtain are all about America and freedom. The problem that I have with this woman is not that she grew up in the Soviet Union, went to Moscow State University on a scholarship named for Lenin, no less. But I get it. That was where she was born. She can't help that. But she still praises, as of a few years ago, aspects of the Soviet financial and economic system. Oh, that's where I think you're allowed to have a problem, right? You flee from Cuba to America and you think socialism is awful and you hate Castro, welcome to America, baby. Great to have you as part of the family. You flee Cuba and you want to bring that socialist stuff here or Venezuela or, you know, Cambodia or the Soviet Union or wherever. That I got a problem with. You know, importing ideologies or just bringing ideologies uh, from other countries that have failed into this country is something that I will oppose. And uh, Ms. Omarova certainly seems to have a strange fondness uh, for the former Soviet Union. Uh, She tweeted uh, in, in 2019, until I came to the U.S., I couldn't imagine that things like the gender pay gap still existed in today's world. Say what you will about the old USSR. There was no gender pay gap there. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. I guess making everyone poor and serfs entirely dependent on state whim, unless they're part of the bureaucracy, in which case they lived a very rarefied life. I I guess that's something to be envious of. Yes, everybody was equally poor and miserable in the Soviet Union. There's your equality. Yay. This is a woman who is supposed to be put in charge of a uh, 3,500-person office that sets bank policy for the United States government, looks at uh, mergers and acquisitions and the expanding digital trade, you would think that the Biden administration would at least know uh, that this would be an issue. Comptroller of the currency. But no, 
have somebody with a fondness for not just socialism, but outright communism with a background having lived in a communist country, have that person involved at a at an important senior level in U.S. financial regulatory policy. Yeah, I think that's an issue. I think that's going to be a problem. And Ms. Amarova, according to The Wall Street Journal here, has called for radically reshaping the basic architecture and dynamics of modern finance. Finance, Mike, if you work on Wall Street, finance, they like to say. She wants to uh, she wrote a paper on nationalizing. I'm serious, folks, nationalizing retail banking and having the Federal Reserve allocate individual credit. She has she has also advocated for effectively ending banking as we know it. This is who the Biden administration wants to put in charge in uh, charge of bank regulation, a closet commie who hates banking in the capitalist methodology. That seems to that seems to be a strange pick to me. I don't think that would be where I would go. But a lot more IRS agents doing far more audits, weaponized for political purposes, able to look into your most minute financial information on a whim without any provocation or justification. Eighty billion dollars for new IRS agents are going to have to justify their existence by harassing and squeezing more pennies out of the pockets of taxpayers. And this is what's going to be good for America. Somehow the super rich are going to have great accountants, great, you know, that their loopholes are all legal, you see. Ah, but it's you who took a deduction for your business that, you know, was maybe in the gray area. You know, you're going to end up if you got a net worth of you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, you get to be the one who ends up with a special IRS bill plus penalties plus the threat of prison time. But, you know, the penalties, you know, 30 or 40 grand you weren't expecting to pay. Build back better. Biden says, yeah, that's one way to build back better. That's for sure. All right. My pillow's amazing. I've got my pillows on my bed. Mike Lindell hooked me up with the mattress topper as well. The Giza Dream sheets, my towels, the slippers and more. I mean, sleep is critical for me. I know it is for you, too. So you got to give yourself a my pillow. Try it and see for yourself. Give it a shot. You got a 60 day money back guarantee. So nothing to lose. Try the Giza sheets, get the MyPillow, get the mattress topper. If you want a really cushy, soft feeling under you when you're trying to sleep at night, this is the way to do it. Listeners like you have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. Mike Lindell wants to give back to all of you. You can get great discounts on MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com right now, clicking on the radio listener special square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza sheets but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. So you got the big social media outage of 2021 yesterday. Facebook and Instagram were down. Oh, no, what am I going to do? I can't see all the I can't see all the photos of the people. Yeah, it's okay. We, we, we have TV, we have books, we have the whole Internet other than those websites, but there was a quiet panic in some corners. I, I can't get all the likes on my selfies and my bikini. Not that I would particularly want to take bikini selfies, but you know what I mean. Uh, you know, or or my, uh, my mankini, also known as a Speedo, although technically a Speedo is a brand, and I guess you'd just have to call those swimming briefs. I don't know what the technical term is. There are other 
names for them, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say them on radio or not. I mean, I think you can I think you can refer to it as a a you can refer to a banana hammock on the radio, right? Or on at least on podcast, I think. So, yes, that is uh that is a real thing. All right. Um Facebook whistleblowers. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. The the social media outage first, then we'll get into the the uh the mention of the hammock obviously got me uh distracted there for a second cuz some of you were probably like what's he talking about and you're going to figure it out and go oh so um here we have the reality of social media today which is that it is leftist dominated this woman uh Hagen 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 I think um is out there saying Facebook has chosen to grow at all costs the cost of safety let me tell you exactly what is going on here all right let me tell you what the situation is underway right now the democrats are working with this so-called whistleblower who's on a straight-up publicity tour she's got these documents she's released she's you know on a, she's doing a speaking tour she's already on capitol hill today and they're conflating two things as cover for action the real action they want to take you're going to hear a lot about oh but what about the children we need to defend the children from Instagram, and that's how they're growing, by making children on Instagram. I mean, that's pretty easy. Parents, don't don't let your kids be on Instagram until, you know, you think they're ready for it. You know, I, I would say, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, 16. I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But certainly junior high, high school age. And, you know, you want to make sure that I would assume you have access to their full Instagram account uh, as well so that, you know, I, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how this stuff is really done, but clearly there are some restrictions that parents should be putting in place. But you need to always remember what is one of Buck's. I think we'll call it, you know, rule three, two, seven. Just making that up. But w- one of my rules, as you know, is you can never trust a Democrat when they say it's for the children to protect the children, to help the children, to educate the children. Anytime Democrats bring kids into the conversation around politics they're trying to pull something. They're up to something. And that's absolutely what's going on here, because for one, they aren't going to change anything about what's happening right now with Facebook, really. I mean, they're not going to change anything meaningful that would make your kids. They're saying, oh, it makes kids have eating disorders. The same thing was said about fashion magazines for my entire childhood, that young women would get eating. disorders. By the way, I'm not saying it's not true or it's not a problem. It's just they never deal with it. There's no way they really deal with it. People have this idea that Facebook somehow can completely socially engineer society to make people, uh, you know, not becoming not become insecure and have, you know, body dysmorphia and all these all these problems, all these issues. So what exactly are they up to? They're talking about how they're going to save the kids, protect the kids all the time. But that's not what's really going on. So what is going on? Ah, they also bring up safety issues. Oh, and by that they mean safety from conservatives, from the January 6th insurrection. What's really happening here is you're seeing a push for Democrats to try to convince the public that they need to have more regulatory authority over Facebook and these other entities to protect children, but really what they want is more authority and power to shut down speech they don't like under the guise of it being a safety violation. They're very clever, these leftist authoritarians. You know, they're they're evil but intelligent. 
You know, they're wrong but crafty. And that's what all of this is. That's what that's, this is doing. You know, Facebook needs to do more to protect the children. OK, you know, we'll see. What exactly does that mean? Uh, what is Facebook going to do that will keep kids from feeling sad by going on it too much? You know, people can watch too much TV and be fat and depressed and bad things can happen. So what are they really going to do on Facebook? And, I mean, there are already all kinds of laws that exist about, uh, you know, that are meant to protect minors online. So what's going to happen here? Well, what they want is a greater role in Democrat regulation of these platforms so that they can act as censors on behalf of the DNC and say, oh, but Congress is making us do this. You see, that's their 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 preferred position. What Facebook would like is for Congress to mandate that safety and hate speech become mandatory, uh, become legislated issues, and then they'll just use it to clobber uh, speech they don't like, Misin- combating misinformation. I mean, this woman, just to give you a sense of it, according to her official bio, this uh, Haugen woman handled, quote, democracy and misinformation issues, as well as working on counter-espionage as part of the civic misinformation team. This woman is a little Democrat hack. What she is hoping for here is to get a groundswell of support for additional legislation intended to give Facebook the out of, sorry, we have to censor you. It's a safety issue. It's not just that we're having independent fact checkers do it because we're annoying libs. It's mandatory now. That's what they would like. That's Facebook and the Democrat Party's ideal situation to really solidify and codify their advantage on the social media platform. So this is why this woman is appearing and and doing all this. And, and that, that also then brings me to the uh, the January 6th insurrection part of this, where, you know, who, who's even still talking about this? Why is this? Oh, because Democrats need it. This is the bloody shirt they wave to get a whole lot of um, left wingers really angry at the right constantly to defame all conservatives and all Trump supporters. And now we have a, a circumstance, a situation where they're hoping to increase their official power to do this, to say, oh, sorry, this is you're questioning some aspect of January 6th or you're saying it wasn't. I mean, I've said if you say it's an insurrection, you're an idiot. It's true. It wasn't an insurrection that can get you kicked off of Facebook because it's a safety issue. You see, oh, oh, OK. Um, so here we go. Now we have something to really. Uh, sink our teeth into, huh? Now we see what's going on. Now, I want to bring this to your attention. Sorry, I was looking this up for a second. Justice Department addressing violent threats against school officials and teachers, citing an increase in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school board members, teachers, and workers in our nation's public schools. Attorney General Merrick Garland directed the FBI and the U.S. attorney's offices to meet in the next 30 days with federal, state, territorial, tribal, and local enforcement leaders to discuss strategies for addressing this disturbing trend. These sessions will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting, assessment, and response by law enforcement. 
threats of violence against school board members, officials, and workers in our nation's public schools can be reported to the FBI's national tip line. It says the attorney general is mobilizing against people saying mean things about public school teachers and teachers unions. Is that really where we are now as a country? Apparently. Have you heard any of it? Like, where are these? Oh, my gosh. The national threat issue of the teacher. Really? What what are they even talking about? Where is this happening in any meaningful numbers? And if it's a crime, well, then why hasn't anyone been prosecuted? Who has committed this crime? No, this is a brushback pitch to all the criticism of the teachers unions and the teachers in general from people that are angry about CRT, angry about mask mandates, angry about school lockdowns. You know, you better you better not say anything uh, nasty to the teachers or the FBI may come to talk to you and ask some questions. Oh, OK. So now now you have a special federal protection for people who work in the public school system as as teachers, of course, teachers, union employees. Seems very interesting, doesn't it? Something that maybe chill a little bit of the criticism that's out there. Whoa, you don't want the FBI showing up. Why are you at that anti-school mask protest? What were you doing there? What'd you say to the teachers? All of a sudden, the FBI feels like they might have a mandate to go check out why you're opposed to mask mandates. You see how the Democrats play the game? They're authoritarians, folks. They don't back away from this stuff. They love it. They want to use and abuse power. And if we let them get away with it, that's exactly what's going to happen. This Biden administration is every bit as radical, in fact, in some ways more radical than the Obama administration was. This is clearly not what we were promised, but enough people were fooled into it that here we are. And now they're pathetic in power. They don't make the country better. They make the country worse. So what are they going to do? Crack down, use force, use threats and take from you to give to others in the hopes that that transfer of wealth, whatever it may be, results in more votes and the continuation, the perpetuation of their power. That's what's actually happening here. We'll get into some of the trans agenda issue, I think, tomorrow, because that's going to be it for today's show. Thanks for being here on the Buck Saxon Show podcast. I'll be back with you tomorrow with more Shields High.